Hi, I'm Charles. I'm Christine. And, and we, we eat stuff. Why, good afternoon, friends. Welcome to the podcast, We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. This is Christine Guthrie, and I am one half of We Eat Stuff. Welcome. In this podcast, we are seeking out people in St. Louis related to food, cooking, drinking, and eating. Our guests this week are Tamara Keith and Frank Eubel, who are involved with many businesses here in St. Louis, such as Clementine's, Pie Pizzeria, Knife and Flag, and Firecracker Pizza. Please enjoy our conversation with Tamara and Frank. Uh, hi, you guys. Hi, how's What's it going? up? Making ice cream? Cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. and pizza. Good afternoon. <laughs> Hello. Hey, howdy. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Greetings. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And salutations. Here From we are. Lovely. Saint Louis. Here we mm. are. Living the dream. Yes. Um, who are you guys? I am Tamara Keefe. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I guess my title is technically Flavored Temptress, mm. but... Chief dishwasher and ice cream maker and like yeah, everything ice cream. All of the above. Yeah. And this is Frank. I'm Frank Eubel. I'm the co-founder of Pie Pizzeria and also the co-founder of the soon-to-be-open Firecracker Pizza and Beer. And? And I also uh, am co-founder of uh, Knife and Flag, the apron company. Mm-hmm. And uh, Knife and Flag is uh, part of a Union Barbershop, which mm-hmm. is in Soulard at the corner, corner of Allen and Gravois. Cool. He's much more interesting than I am. <laughs> you guys are both interesting. Yes. You got different stories. That's right. Okay. Um, before we start, we're going to talk about stuff, but I guess we're also going to, we're true to the title because of Because we're going to eat stuff. Yeah, yeah. You right? brought us stuff to eat. I did. Yes. Bring us Tamara. So I brought us some fan favorites. So our number one seller and what we're probably becoming quickly famous for Mm -hmm. um as i found out this week um was for our gooey butter cake ice cream Mm -hmm. which is made with chunks of park avenue's gooey butter cake Mm. uh we also brought um our salted cracked caramel we brought um two boozy ice creams we uh brought our milk chocolate stout which Mm -hmm. is a collab with four hands Mm -hmm. um utilizing their milk chocolate stout then I also brought um, a fan favorite from this summer and super interesting ice cream uh, called Blue Moon. Mm-hmm. And then one of our new, uh, part of our vegan line, our non-dairy options, I brought a beet strawberry sorbet, mm. which is divine. Lovely. Mm. A nice variety of colors. Yeah. I like yes. it. Well, and in and a, and a point, I guess I'll kind of kick off with the blue moon, as you'll notice that it has this like incredibly beautiful blue color. Yes. Well, and as you know, we do not use any artificial anything in our ice cream. Right. So you may be wondering, hmm, how does it get to be that blue? Yeah. Smurfs. Ground up Smurfs. <laughs> Ground up Smurfs. That would, ooh, that would be kind of. That's kind of morbid, dude. Well, I guess it's morbid. <laughs> Who thinks of that? <laughs> but it is a Smurf blue color. It is a Smurf blue color. No, Smurfy. 
Well, Actually, he's a blender or a Robocoop for Smurfs. <laughs> well, I think he's a mortar and pestle. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> they're really small. They're really small. <laughs> but actually, um, this ice cream is actually um, made blue with uh, algae from the ocean. Whoa. Wow. It's from spirulina. Neat. So Neat. it's super good for you as well. Oh. Um, but it naturally gives this fun blue color, I like which it. kids Neat. and people like. Oh. But it's a it's a cherry almond lemon mm. flavor ice nice. cream, actually. And it's healthy oh. at the same time. Thank All God. my ice creams are. Yes. <laughs> Thank God. All right. I'm going to dig in. Something. Okay. I don't know. Here, so let me... Is there an order you recommend? <laughs> I don't know. No. Uh, the boozy ones, you might want to leave last. Yeah, they're right. definitely going to linger. Okay. Okay. Um, so when uh, I'm ready to really party. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. That's a gooey butter. Mm. Okay. Mm. Um, maybe try the beet strawberry first. Okay. Okay. That one's sort of light... Yeah, and it's, oh, it's, it's, it's amazing. Mm, it's a beautiful color. I mean, it's like to paint the room this color. It's really cool. It's like like the kind of color you can eat. Yes, excellent. Like, what flavor is it, red? <laughs> so, cool. actually, um, this sorbet is super delicious. This mm -hmm. was um, made in collaboration with uh, Simon Lesky from Athlete Eats, or oh. now Revel, former yeah. Athlete yeah, yeah, yeah. Eats. Yeah. Um, so we use their um, cold-pressed organic beet juice Sweet. in this ice cream. It's not ice cream. Sorbet. Yes. Sorry. Um, and then fresh Missouri strawberries. Lovely. Dig in. Awesome. All right, well, cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Cool. All right, so as I'm digging action. in, can you tell us the story of Clementine's? How you came to be. Because mm. your name isn't Clementine. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. So do you want to know where the name comes from? I Is that what to. you're asking? Okay. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. Isn't that amazing? That's good. Yeah, that's really good. Um, so I love all things vintage. Mm -hmm. And um, Clementine's is kind of a name from our grandmother's generation yeah. that you don't see often yeah. anymore. Mm -hmm. Although it's having a bit of a resurgence from what I understand now. Right. Um, but when I was a child... My grandmother had a really good friend named Clementine, and mm -hmm. she was this very beautiful, attractive <coughs> grandma type. Mm -hmm. but she had this long silver gray hair, which mm. you never see old ladies mm. with long hair, right? So as a kid, I had this glamorous image of Clementine, mm -hmm. and so my whole life growing up, I always said that when I get older, I'm going to have a little girl, and she her name is going to be Clementine's because mm -hmm. she's going to be... Elegant, you know, of course, like this vision from what yeah. I had from my blue? childhood. Mm -hmm. So I have not been blessed uh, thus far in life with uh, a child. Mm -hmm. uh, so when I was trying to figure out a name for the ice cream company, Clementine's was a very natural fit. Yeah. So there you go. These are all good. Yeah. Good choices. Thank, Thank you. you. You're welcome. Oh, I'm spoiled. I I'm like this. so <laughs> in love with this beet strawberry soda. Mm. Mm. I'm a big fan of the Smurf ice cream. Mm. That's a really good flavor good. in there. I like them. That was mm. my favorite last summer. I think this uh, beet strawberry is going to be my favorite this summer. Mm. But I know you've got several other flavors to launch over the course of the next couple months. Yeah, we have we have about four to five new flavors every other month mm. launching. Awesome. So. You have sort of a set list at the place. Yeah, so this change. year we've gotten much better. We've planned them out for the year. Mm -hmm. Aside from the, you know, collaborations that will come about that mm -hmm. will create something. But yes, yeah, so I have a very planned list of ice creams to launch this year. It helps us with our production planning. Excellent. 
And how long have you been open for? We opened May 15th, 2015. Nice. So almost two years. Almost two Good. years. How are things going? Great. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Everyone, uh, including Frank here, when I was opening Clementine's in Lafayette Square on the worst street on the weirdest corner with no parking in a mm-hmm. cul-de-sac, <laughs> everyone mm-hmm. said I was crazy. Um, but yeah, it's it's turned out to be amazing. It's going I mean, well. we're now definitely a destination and people come yeah. from everywhere. Mm-hmm. You've lined out the door. <laughs> yeah, that we do. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. And now you have your, not a van, you have your little cart. So we have an ice cream truck as yeah. well. We have our vintage uh, 1976 AM General um, ice cream truck, which is really cool. Yeah. But we have the ice cream bike as well. Yeah. And we have an ice cream cart. We have quite the whole range. That's awesome. Yeah. So if when you went to travel, but not in a huge correct thing. Okay, very cool. Hmm. Yeah. And then... What we're really excited about, you're opening up down the street from us. Yes. <laughs> you have a place down the street on Mackland. Yes. And it has been a bit of an ordeal. <laughs> it has, but I'm committed to So Hot and I'm committed to that location. Well, good. Um, and I'm committed to the neighborhood. Yeah, so because So Hot is awesome. Yeah, it's, it is. It's, we just had dinner down here last night at Russell's. Yeah. Mm. Our favorite Love place Russell's. down here. Yeah. yeah, it's good. It's hard. It's a tie because we like rotate. We go mm. Russell's, Grape Seed, Copper Pit. Like yeah. mm-hmm. it's kind mm-hmm. of on a regular rotation. Yeah. So that's exactly it. So do you have a projected opening date for the place? Can you can you share? You know what? I I hesitate to say anything because mm-hmm. as something, something else might happen. Some something <laughs> inevitably comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, my hope is that it would be by summer, mm. but. I we're waiting on the bank. Mm. Are we all <laughs> <laughs> right? For everything. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These ice creams are delicious. Thank you. I could say, as we were saying a minute ago, fuck, that's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> They're all good. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. The th- first time I think I met you and you had tasted your ice cream, I think it was actually at ITAP. I think there was actually some kind of event there, like a meetup or network thing with a uh, Treehouse Network. I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Oh yeah, I remember that night. It was very crowded and very noisy, and uh, yeah. but uh, I, think I, for... I won't go into a very scandalous story from that night because oh. we're, we're on the podcast. Oh my! All right, well, mm. you guys listening online, you're missing out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> some, some deep dish uh, secrets here. And speaking uh, of a uh, deep dish, like uh, how do you, uh, how did you start doing pie? Uh, Chris Summers, my uh, partner in pie pizzeria, was a lifelong friend of mine, mm. and we always wanted to do a business together. Mm. And he came to me and said, I've got it. It's this. We've got to, uh, uh, we can buy the recipe for this amazing deep dish cornmeal crust that people wait in line for hours. They write songs and poetry about. It's taken San Francisco by storm. That is Little Star Pizza in San Francisco. We're fighting and over he, ice cream. Uh, he lived just in the, uh, the same neighborhood. Uh, and by chance, he befriended the owners and... Uh, he uh, he talked me into it. Hmm. I went out hmm. to San Francisco a couple times, hmm. and uh, at first I was no way, uh, no way am I going into the food industry, hmm. food service specifically, and uh, he talked me into it, and uh, that was uh, be nine years ago. Hmm. Hmm. And the big thing is when Barack Obama eat there. And told him about it. Absolutely. He never has stepped into the restaurant, actually. Oh. But we had the opportunity to feed him first when he was uh, 
underneath the arch oh, in uh, 2008, October, right mm. before uh, the election. Mm. And uh, he had a, a rally of 100,000 people. And we were able to get a couple pizzas <laughs> to him mm. uh, through his body man named <laughs> Reggie Love. Huh. And uh, he called Chris uh, about 45 minutes later and said, they're going to hate me in Chicago. But that's the best pizza I've ever had. <laughs> so we heard anecdotally from a couple different uh, sources that he uh, he raved about the pizza. When can we get more of that pizza? Mm-hmm. Then he invi- finally invited us to be the first restaurant tourist to cook for the first family in the White House. Wow. And that was uh, in spring of 2009 uh, for Easter weekend. It was uh, Good Friday, actually. Yeah, gotcha. Cool. And now you're doing also the firecracker pizza, and then uh, Liz from Tenacious Eats. You're, you're working with you guys are working with her as yeah, well. Yeah, Liz Schuster, who's a good friend of ours, very talented. Yes, uh, indeed. And uh, uh, a chef here in town is uh, uh, as well as uh, Chip Schwass from Atomic Cowboy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we actually interviewed Liz uh, about a month ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, actually attended Tenacious Eats. Uh, about two or three months ago. That yes. was a lot of fun. They showed mm-hmm. Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. That yes. was cool. And that was a lot of fun. They even had scotch eggs there because, the, you know, the egg scene where she wants a golden goose that lays a, <coughs> mm-hmm. Or goose that lays a golden egg, not the go- golden goose that lays a regular right. egg. That'd be boring. <laughs> That'd be very boring. We can't wait. We can't wait to bring uh, our concept uh, to St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And for those people who live in the Grove and love the Grove, there will be a Clementine's dipping cabinet inside of Firecracker oh, cool. oh, nice. So if you're in the Grove and you want an ice cream cone, you can walk in and grab a cone. Oh, nice. Well, it seems like a lot of places we actually get your ice cream. Like a lot of local restaurants. Mm-hmm. Locations serve it and stuff like that. Like I think, uh, didn't we have some at uh, Olio one time? No. Wasn't Olio? Was it? I don't know. I thought it was Clementine. So Ben Premit uses my product in all of his restaurants. Oh, oh cool. Yeah, I thought so. I thought so, yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's hard to remember. We eat a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> I you eat lots of too. stuff, apparently. Sorry. <laughs> well, it's fine. Just enjoy it. We're supposed to be enjoying it. Lap it up. Lap okay. it up. I will. <laughs> good variety of yeah. flavors. No, it is good. That's nice. Did you start um, Clementine's all by yourself? You said you started in your kitchen. I did. <clears throat> yeah. Well, let me back up. No one ever does fully anything <clears throat> on their own. Mm. It sure. always takes a small village. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, but I did start in my kitchen in mm-hmm. Lafayette Square. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, making ice cream uh, before my kitchen was secured and built yeah. and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, yeah. I just have, we had one day, I remember this in my kitchen. I probably have a picture of it somewhere. Uh, one of the local uh, grocers in town, when their fruit is about overripe and they can't sell it anymore, they call mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. and they sell it to me at a discount. Mm-hmm. I see. And so they particularly had a lot of bananas that were, mm-hmm. like, they couldn't sell them overripe. Mm-hmm. And so I show up to have these bananas, and literally there were, like, 20 huge boxes of bananas. <laughs> but I couldn't refuse them, right? Mm-hmm. So I bought them all, and I, like, filled up my whole kitchen, my whole living room with huge boxes of bananas. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was roasting bananas for, like, a week and a half, wow. from morning until night. Nice. Your house must have smelled delightful. It did. It did. It did. <laughs> Um, but yeah, needless to say, everyone else in the household didn't love it. Yeah. So I did. Do you remember what the first flavors are you developed? Actually, gooey butter cake was my very first flavor that I developed wholly on my own. Mm -hmm. Cool. 
Um, I have some of my mom's recipes that I use. One in, in the shop is the Tommy's Toffee Butter Brickle. That was mm -hmm. one of my mm -hmm. mom's recipes. Mm -hmm. But gooey butter cake was one um, that I that was like my first one that I developed all on my own, actually. Mm -hmm. Nice. Mm. You make your own gooey butter cake? No, um, that is a collab with yeah. Park Avenue. Ah. So we use chunks of their gooey butter. Yeah, nobody makes better gooey butter cake yep. than them. Good stuff. When I first moved here in 2008, mm -hmm. I had never heard of gooey butter cake. And coming mm. from Southern California, yeah, sure. I mm -hmm. would never put anything in my mouth that sounded like gooey butter cake, mm. right? Right. <laughs> and then someone had given me some, and I was like, oh, my God, this is the best stuff. And they're like, oh, it's mm -hmm. a St. Louis thing. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm on a mission. So literally, I went every single place in St. Louis mm -hmm. eating gooey butter cake to find the best gooey butter cake. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, it was Park Avenue. Yeah. Nice. Like by far. Nice. And they do like 70 flavors, but mm -hmm. literally still my favorite is just the plain basic gooey mm. butter cake. Yeah. yeah, it's good. Yeah, speaking of Russell's, Russell's actually has pretty good gooey butter cake too. Mm -hmm. They do. Mm. But what brought you to St. Louis in the first place? So uh, I worked for DuPont at the time, hmm. and they needed someone to come here and uh, run their brand marketing group. Mm. Hmm. Cool. And what, what made you jump the ship though out of that kind of life? Was it the success of this, or did you, did you just quit and say, I'm going to make ice cream? No, I think, um, I've kind of, I've told this story before, but um, I was on the road a lot. I was mm. traveling all over the world. I had mm. this great, successful life, or whatever, mm. um, but I was just quite unhappy with it. I, you mm. know, I kind of had an epiphany moment with a bunch of girlfriends out at actually at Lake of the Ozarks. Oh. We were sitting around having coffee one morning on the dock, and I like broke down crying. And they're like, "Oh my God, what's wrong? Mm -hmm. You have cancer! I know. That's why you brought <laughs> us here, right? Because they'd never seen me cry before. Uh -huh. um, and I was just like, I'm 38 years old. I have no kids. I have no family. I have no husband." I have this big house and a great big bank account, and I'm always on the road. In 2012, mm -hmm. I traveled 262 days that year. Wow. And I was mm -hmm. like, people think I have this amazing, glamorous life, and I'm really unhappy, and I'm really miserable, mm -hmm. and I, mm -hmm. I don't like my life. Mm -hmm. And my girlfriend sat there, and she's like, then quit. And I'm like, what do you mean quit? You don't, mm -hmm. you don't quit corporate America, mm -hmm. um, especially at the level of success that that I had achieved, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. I'm the only person in my family to ever go to college and mm -hmm. get over educated you know, and achieve sure. this like really kind of successful place. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm like, what would I do? And my other girlfriend starts like laughing and I'm like, why are you laughing? I got snot running down my face. I'm like vulnerable. I'm like sure. open the kimono to my friends. Mm -hmm. And she's like, mm -hmm. you need to open an ice cream shop. You're always <laughs> complaining St. Louis doesn't have good ice cream. Mm -hmm. You're always bitching our neighborhood doesn't have an ice cream shop. And she's like, and your ice cream is amazing. Because it's always been my hobby and my passion since okay. I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And I've always made it for parties and for friends cool. and for showers and this and that. And she was like, cool. you're always mm -hmm. talking about how you would do it this way and how you would do it that way. Mm -hmm. and, and I was like, hmm, interesting. Light bulb kind of went off. I, like literally the next week I started putting together my business plan and mm. my PowerPoint deck and running all my financials mm. like the good mm -hmm. corporate citizen that you do yeah. Yeah. right your good marketing plan, business plan <laughs> and then I was off and running I decided just what's the worst thing that could happen mm -hmm. I fail okay well mm -hmm. I've got two master's degrees and I'm highly employable well yeah I'll just go start over and get another job. Mm -hmm. Cool. So it was your friend's idea for you to do that? <laughs> yes, she takes all the credit. Pure pressure. That's, how That's right. That's right. <laughs> I owe it all to her. Well, cool. 
Yeah. Now, now we have these lovely flavors on our table. That's right. Yes. <laughs> cool. All right. I'm going to throw a bunch of random questions at you guys now. Okay. Okay. Um, what did you guys want to be when you were kids? I wanted to be married to George Michael and drive around in the purple limo like Prince. Oh, wow. Fascinating. Yeah. It's true. Mm. It's very specific. Yeah. I wanted to work in advertising in New York City. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And I couldn't get a job. <laughs> I was about to ask. I was about to say, well, how did that career... I was like, oh, yeah, it just never it happened. Was, uh, uh, it was uh, just before the uh, uh, little financial crisis in the, the late 80s. Mm. And... Um, so I uh, was looking for a job in New York City, and my parents said, no, you had to come home. So mm-hmm. after college, I had to come home and, and uh, figure out what uh, what was going to work. Mm. Do you guys cook at home, or did you cook growing up? Yes. Yeah? Absolutely. She's a fabulous cook. Mm. I, l- I love to cook. I grew up in this big Irish-Italian family, mm. and our world re- revolved around food, wine, music, and sex. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of traditional Italian. Like, what else yeah. is there in that? Yeah, right. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so I grew up cooking a lot. Uh, there was a lot of cooking in our house, mm-hmm. um, and I do, I do still cook. Yeah. Not as much as I would like, because mm. we're crazy busy people. But mm. I, uh, I definitely do cook. Yeah, awesome. He makes awesome breakfast. Breakfast yeah. is uh, the egg is my specialty. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of how it is in this family too. So. <laughs> <laughs> I make the really unhealthy stuff in the morning. It's good though. Hmm? Good hangover food. Yep. Cool. Right. Do you guys have any special uh, food or drink memories from growing up? Oh. Or cooking memories? I, well, aside from how I came to ice cream, um, mm-hmm. we we made meatballs all the time hmm. growing up, homemade mm-hmm. meatballs. Hmm. And I remember when I first moved out on my own, um, I wanted to make homemade meatballs, and mm-hmm. I had all the spices in there, but I didn't have, like, the recipe, mm-hmm. and I couldn't remember, so I re- kind of went in my kitchen, where I would go as a kid, as I got down on the floor, and I looked up at my spice cabinet, mm-hmm. and I remembered my mom and my grandmother making it, mm-hmm. and so I could remember how to make the meatballs by where they huh. took the spice. Oh, wow, interesting. Mm, that's huh. cool. Very nice. Hmm. So just old family recipe. Yep. Cool. Cool. Yep. We never actually wrote anything down. I had to start writing things down when I was a teenager. Because uh. they're like, oh, it's just a smidge of this and that. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Yeah. yeah. From the time I can remember into uh, just before my teens, I uh, also have uh, Italian family member memories. Hmm. My great aunts were incredible cooks. And uh, my two great aunts and my great uncle all lived in the same house. Hmm. And uh, after their uh, spouses had died, mm. and uh, they would cook at least a couple times a week. Mm. And I remember them making pasta by hand, and tortellini, and ravioli especially, mm. in the basement of the house. Mm. And so it was always oh. uh, classic Italian food memories, uh, smells, and always being fed. Mm-hmm. Well, his mother's a phenomenal cook, too. So uh, that, that I remember. And... Uh, I have those memories when uh, there are a couple dishes around town specifically that trigger those, and one is uh, the meatball sandwich at Salume Bedu. Mm, uh, yeah, yeah. The other one is the meatball sandwich at uh, Truffles Butchery. Oh, never been there. Uh, by Steve Caravelli. Oh, and, so good. And uh, the other one is uh, almost anything on the menu at Randolphy's that uh, 
mm. Tommy Andrews making. Yeah. Who? Cool. Very cool. Yeah, Randolph is a place we tried to go to a couple times, but it was always pretty busy, so then we go to Publico. <laughs> <laughs> but which is really awesome too. Absolutely. But yeah, we went to Randolph's once. I really yeah. liked it a lot. It's really, nice. really nice. It's like good, simple, classic Italian. It's yeah. not fluffy or frilly. Mm-hmm. It's like what the working class ate. Yeah. That's kind of what we were raised mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. So. Cool. So let's see. You're, are you from California? Originally, I'm from Denver. Oh, okay. Via Southern Cal, but we moved to Southern California when I was like in the fifth grade. Okay. Gotcha. Hmm. And then Frank, where are you from? I am from St. Louis. Really? I grew up here. Oh wow! Okay. And uh, went to St. Louis University High School. Oh wow! Uh, then grew up in West County. Oh, hmm. okay. Gotcha. Hmm. And so you've been here. What you said about eight years? I've or? been here since two thousand eight. Okay. Hmm. So what are some of the things in the in the food and drink scene from St. Louis versus, because it's changed drastically since then, what are some notable things that you've noticed or tasted or eaten or that? Um, coming from Southern California, that which had an amazing food scene, I mean, anything you could imagine, mm-hmm. total diversity, every ethnicity of food, um, I was actually very impressed coming to St. Louis yeah. because I didn't think that St. Louis had the diversity. Mm-hmm. Um, from a food ethnicity perspective. Yeah. Um, and I, I literally came to St. Louis kicking and screaming. I did not want to move here. Mm-hmm. I did not know where it was on the map when mm-hmm. they told me where I was going. Mm-hmm. Um, I was convinced I was going to come in and do my two years and fix their problem and leave. Um, yeah. But I say I, I found my, within six months, I found my one true love. And that's mm-hmm. the city of St. Louis. Cool. I will never leave. Very cool. But, um... But yeah, I think I was like, just like so impressed with like how progressive St. Louis was mm-hmm. when it came to the food scene, actually, mm-hmm. um, and how the diversity of ethnicities, which I didn't think in the Midwest you got a lot of. Yeah. Did you come first to Lafayette Square? I did. Yeah. I did. I nice. lived at the Chase for two months while I was looking for a house. Okay. Um, and then I stumbled upon Lafayette Square, and I've never left. Yeah, one of my old boyfriends used to have a condo there, and yeah, it's such a cute little neighborhood. It's really it's a great, great place. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, we're actually we're actually we're looking to maybe get a house before we got a house here in Lafayette Square. But the taxes and their expenses and just we got such a good or great bargain with this house too. And this whole neighbor's just been blossoming ever since. You know, because mm-hmm. when we first moved in, Russell's had just opened. There was no grape seed. There was no copper pig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really coming along very nicely. Good investment. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I like it. I'm happy with it. Though Lafayette would have been fun. It's a good place to walk a dog too. Yeah, <laughs> the park is great. It is. Um, let me see. What do you guys do when you're not working? Talking about Talking work. Talking about work. Yeah, oh geez. <laughs> yes. So essentially we're always working, but we love it. Yeah. And we love working together as yes. well. Uh, we're very intellectually stimulating to one another. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, you stimulate Mentally me. and physically. <laughs> well, well, when did you first, both first meet? We met on uh, online. Really? E-harmony. E-Harmony. Oh, yes. really? Oh, wow. So you're an e success story. We're we si- scientifically proven. <laughs> <laughs> and every night we make sweet, sweet science. Yes. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you both have your own business before you met? or? Okay. So, uh, she w- had quit I her job and was just starting ramping up Clementine's. Oh, wow. Okay. And putting crates of bananas in her kitchen. <laughs> Is that on your eHarmony profile? Yeah, Must no. like bananas. I left that one off. <laughs> that was in June of 2015. Oh, wow. Right? Very recently. Yeah. Hmm. 
Yep. Or 20, I'm sorry. 2014. Not 2014. 2014. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yes. Yeah, you Feels harmony. just like yesterday, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys are sweet. <laughs> On each other. On each other. Yeah. <laughs> we did all the time. Uh, I like that Private moment. Sorry. Okay. What's next? That's good. Well, all right. Then. So I'll ask you the couple question then. Okay. Because we, we interview a couple people. Um, they're couples who work together. We've, I think you guys are the fourth couple we have interviewed. Okay. What sort of dynamic do you think that brings? So we're a couple who works together. What works for you guys? What doesn't? A- any thoughts, comments on that? Uh, as long as I do what I'm told, <laughs> everything is, is harmonious. Yeah. Stop. Stop. Yeah. Stop. You're funny. <laughs> but partially true. Yeah. No, Same. Um, <laughs> pretty much. She must be obeyed. I don't know. I think because we respect each other so much and, and we ha- we're so, like, the things I'm really, really good at, he's mm-hmm. not and vice versa. And so I think there's that, like, I defer to him mm. for all things mm. this mm-hmm. and even if I'm like I don't know like I still know at the end of the day he's going to be right and that's his specialty so I just kind of suck it up and let him do it yeah and so I think we've we figured out kind of what those those yeah. avenues are See what each of your individual strengths are mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I think I feel like we've gotten that too <clears throat> we're gonna we're definitely getting there I mean yeah I'm definitely more the creative wacky t- t- one <laughs> she's definitely more the organized and the you know Sort of a actual, actually skillful one. <laughs> I have my moments. Yes. Thank you. She's Thank one you. of the talents. I'm the one who can go in front of a crowd and act goofy and get people to you know, <laughs> laugh for a bit, and then she actually gets to business. So. There you go. It works. Hmm? Good. Okay. Uh, when you guys think of the word successful, who comes to mind for you? Well, I, I think us. To be honest with you, yeah. that would be my first inclination. Is that we've talked about this like couple times a year is that mm-hmm. we feel like we have been successful because we enjoy what we're doing so much mm-hmm. cool. and wouldn't have it any other way. Mm-hmm. I mean, even in those kind of moments where, you know, you're starting a business and you've got everything in it and you're like, God, I'm so broke and like, oh, I miss <laughs> those old paychecks. But we still kind of turn to each other and say, would we do it different or would we go back? And we're both like, no. Mm-hmm. Like, we're working for ourselves. We, we, uh, uh, plan our own days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're kind of in charge of our own destiny, yeah. right? And the ability—so exciting. Yeah, and I think yeah. the ability to like get up every morning and we have our coffee together and we go for what like we have like our rhythm mm-hmm. and our structure and our businesses and it's like we're creating that right. We create our own culture in our restaurants and with our friends, and but like with each like we're. I, I like I'm happier than I've ever been in my entire life. Awesome. Right? And it's not mm-hmm. my happiness doesn't revolve around any of those external markers that most people do like sure. the biggest mm-hmm. house or the most money or the nicest car or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like my really my happiness revolves around that I make the best product in the world. Mm-hmm. It makes people happy mm-hmm. and I'm with a person that I love every day. Mm-hmm. And I never get tired of being with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you ever get tired of being with her? Absolutely not. Good. <laughs> one week a month, maybe. Well, everyone needs a little time to go through. I have the basement I go down to be with my cats and the, you know, play games on the computer. But yeah. <laughs> Yes. No, I like that. Good answer. Yeah. I agree. I admire Dave Bailey. Yeah. 
mostly for the reason that he isn't caught up in all the politics of St. Louis's mm. restaurant industry, mm. that he is uh, inured to everything that's going on around them, that who mm. likes who, who got what sort sure. of coverage, sure. uh, et cetera, et cetera, that he has uh, tremendous focus mm. and is commercially uh, immensely successful as well. Yes. Mm. And I guess if I had to pick someone, in, I guess in the food scene that like I respect a lot and who's actually very similar, but opposite is Zoe Robinson. Oh, yeah. She doesn't care what anyone else is doing. She does her <laughs> yep. thing. She yep. does it amazing. Yes. Mm-hmm. She has the most beautiful restaurant in yes. St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's a badass, like, business person, restaurateur. Mm. And, mm. Um, I, yeah, she's kind of my, the, the woman that I look up to and be like, mm. she's she's got it down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She is. She's a cool lady. They're both cool people. And they're really nice, too. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um... If you guys could pick a TV game show, what would you choose to be a contestant on? I would say the newlywed game, because we would win that, for sure. <laughs> we know each other so well. <laughs> cool. Absolutely. I don't think that's a game anymore, is it? I don't know. They keep... It doesn't matter. I think it and dies every decade, can. and it comes back again yeah. in new forms. We it's would something so from win. the past. Yeah. I think game. we would win. Absolutely. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. So the partner thing. Got it. Okay. Like Double Dare? <laughs> it's a fun game. It is. Um, I don't know what that is. <laughs> it, it's a, it's actually a kids game where they they're in teams. And they go. They used they, to be on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Yes. But you you like do stuff like go down slides filled with baked beans and oh, put your hand up a fake nose it. and pull prizes Slime out. out. <laughs> got it. Got it. It was a game for kids. I'm too yeah. old. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching Gilligan's Island. Yes. Yeah. You were. <laughs> When he was talking Not about school in the 80s, I was like, yeah, I was in grade school then. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. <laughs> no, I, I'm older than Christine, too. So it's... Nothing wrong with that. It's mm-hmm. fine. So do you guys have any, um, I guess speaking of TV, do you have any shows or documentaries or movies that really resonate with you? Um, so, <clears throat> so being that we're foodies, mm-hmm. um, we were completely enthralled and entrenched in uh, Hannibal. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. the amazing yeah. cinematography and the mm-hmm. food and the yeah. Was... You talking about the TV series is made based on the the okay, cool. I actually watched like one or two episodes of that, but I didn't watch much more than that. It's wicked good. Good. Mm-hmm. Like if you're foodies, that. like you mm-hmm. will get into this and you will binge watch it, and mm-hmm. it will be mm-hmm. like the best thing you've ever seen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And does right. he does he feast upon his those that irritate him in the? Uh, I won't series? tell you. you all right, all right. Have to watch it. <laughs> But I always like the I like the movies that are put out, even though they changed, uh, you know, uh, changed Agent Starling, what you know, actress for that. But it's totally different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's 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 kind of based on him, like in an earlier mm-hmm. life, but then not really. So, but you should really watch it. Oh, okay. it's... We consider ourselves huge cinephiles. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, we watch a ton of documentaries. Mm-hmm. We're we're and both. And movies as well. Mm-hmm. We go to the movies probably two or three times a week. Really? Wow. The actual theater? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. What's your favorite theater? Uh, I don't know if we necessarily have a favorite. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, go to the Chase a lot because it's mm-hmm. close. Yeah. yeah. And the parking is free. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So the, the seats at the Esquire are the mm-hmm. best. Mm-hmm. Backlot. Mm-hmm. And the atmosphere at uh, places like uh, the Backlot as well as uh, mm-hmm. the High Point mm-hmm. are uh, our favorites for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, any theater lets me drink a cocktail. Right. You know, <laughs> I get a nice Manhattan mm-hmm. and sit down and watch a movie. That's usually yes. pretty yes. good for me. Cool. 
Well, <laughs> we, we go to the front. We go to Frontenac a lot. All well, the, a lot front, of places yes. that show independent we, films. Yeah. yeah. It's I, like, I like Frontenac a lot. Landmark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are fun ones. Mm-hmm. Cool. Anything you've seen in the last recent past that's really I think memorable? everything that's up for uh, Academy Awards we've we've already seen. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, yeah, we've seen so them all. I think our favorite probably is Manchester by the Sea. Mm. That's your favorite. Okay. <laughs> so uh, Moonlight was the other one that yes. was tremendously okay. in- impactful uh-huh. that we uh, we loved. Yes, we see so many movies that we know that they're really impactful and that they're mm. really good when we talk about them weeks or months later. Mm. Mm-hmm. And Moonlight is one of those that we continue to talk about mm. every few days or every week. Something will come up and cool. we'll talk about the movie. And it, it was just an amazing film. He did such a great job. Who was in that one? That was... Um, uh, all unknowns. Yeah, huh. he's been in some independent films, but mm-hmm. they're all unknowns. But okay, um, are you familiar with the story? No. no. Uh-uh. So it is a. Um, it's basically the the coming of age story of someone from the projects mm-hmm. who is in a gang. Hmm. but uh, who is a closeted homosexual. Hmm. Okay. And, hmm. and kind of coming and living through a subculture and the interpersonal relations between someone that he connected with on a very okay. young age hmm. and, okay. again, as an adult. Did it take place in the U.S.? Yep. Okay. Miami. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. It's really cool. You cool. should see it. Okay. Awesome. Worth it. All right. <laughs> I like it. Any documentaries you've seen lately? Or even not lately? Well, that you think are really awesome? We, we go to bed to Hitler every night. I will. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, it'd be like the, Tell me it's more. Like the History Channel where it's like all Hitler 24 7. When we can find, yes. Yes. We, we, yes. we, we love the History Channel. That's Hitler uh, at night. Uh, I think we've uh, exhausted all the Netflix Hitler uh, documentaries, so yes. we're working through uh, Amazon's Hitler, Hitler documentary. Yes. Okay. So, I, yeah, whatever floats your boat, I guess. Yeah, so. <laughs> it, it, it puts you to sleep. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it's interesting. Um, no, but we we watch lots of uh, documentaries and biographies and into art history biographies and mm-hmm. yeah. No, I I love documentaries mm-hmm. when I get the chance to watch them, but just not mm-hmm. not very often. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um. Are there any places in St. Louis, not necessarily restaurants, okay. um, places, parts of town, could be a restaurant, that you really think people ought to go to? Lafayette Square Park. Yeah. Mm, yeah. What's so great about that park? <laughs> I know it, but... All the dogs and you watch. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's in my neighborhood. No, I think it's a, it's a very uh, beautiful, quiet park Yep. that's very accessible, very mm-hmm. centrally mm-hmm. located. But it has it has the lots of beautiful things in the park. So it has the grotto and it's got the duck pond mm-hmm. and the fountain and it's got the boathouse and you can go fishing in the lake there. Most people mm. don't know that. I, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah you can go. Oh. We we stock it every year as mm. a neighborhood. Oh wow. Um, hmm. Yeah, it's just got a lot of historic things in it and mm. it's a really beautiful park. Mm-hmm. So it's great for picnics or weddings or pictures or mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's just kind of a a hidden gem yeah. in St. Louis. Nice. I love it. Uh, the first thing I thought of was commercial, and that was uh, my business partner in Knife and Flags Tattoo Shop, Tower Classic Tattoo. Mm. And it's just a wonderful, transportive experience, mm. even if mm. you don't have any tattoos. And I don't, I appreciate the craftsmanship, <laughs> but also uh, 
the environment that's uh, created there is uh, uh, just absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. And uh, he should win some sort of award. Yeah. Where is that located exactly? It's in the Grove. Yeah. It's it, right next to Atomic Cowboy. Right. How long has it been open for? Uh, he's been there for six, this will be the sixth year. Six year. <clears throat> and who's the owner? Sean Baltzell. Okay. He's also my partner in, in Knife and Flag as cool. well as uh, the Barbershop. Nice. Is Firecracker as well? or No, he is opening up uh, a place called Parlor with Bob Brazell. Oh, that's uh, in right. In the old honey space. That's right. That's what, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Cool. Very yeah. good. Cool, cool. Let's see. Do you have any questions? Um, Do you have any pets yourselves? No. The problem is if you don't feed them, they die. Yeah, and you're always doing things, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're gone a lot and travel a lot. Well, you, get, you get a Tamagotchi. Those little uh, keychain <laughs> animals, you know. Right. I would even kill that. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we don't have any plants either. Oh, my. Yeah. Well, simple life. You have a big, beautiful yard. We're both allergic as well. Yeah. Oh, right, mm. right, right. To cats. Yeah. Hopefully not to waffles down there. As long as I don't no, touch them, I'm okay. No, waffles is cool. <laughs> He's told he's being totally yeah, chills. Usually he hops up he on people. He said you're cool. I guess he's mm -hmm. exhausted. Went on a long walk. Yeah, he so would nice. know because I my eyes would be bulging and I would like break out in hives. And, oh, like, oh well. yeah, we're good. <laughs> we don't want you dying on our couch. No, okay, okay. Not a good thing. That would be amazing. They'd get a lot of ratings. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there'd be dies oh, on the show. Yeah, yeah. her last yeah. moments. <laughs> oh, eat ice cream. <laughs> That's all I need in the to winter. <laughs> That's all oh, I yeah. need you to do. <laughs> Ooh. If you guys could put up a billboard anywhere, what would you say on it? Eat ice cream in the winter. Please. Oh, boom, there. Nice segue. Yeah. yeah. Kind of a slow time of year, I imagine. Yes. Mm -hmm. Although I still eat ice cream. We've yeah. been doing it yeah. quite often. As do mm. some, that's why we are open in the winter and yeah. we are closed because I. I think true hospitality is being open seven days a week. Mm -hmm. And coming from the coasts and mm. traveling, um, Although I understand why people do it, I, I think it's a, sh a sh Like, I come from an environment where, uh, whether it's a, a grocery store or a restaurant or a dry cleaners, whatever it is, they're open seven days a week so mm. people can access it whenever they need to. Mm. Yeah. And I just think about somebody today who drove from Springfield mm. to get our ice cream. Wow. And if I would have been closed or... Mm. then we would have, one, lost them as a customer for life, but they would have been so disappointed. Mm. And I think to have that true mm. hospitality, you need to be open seven days. Mm. Mm. I like that. Frank? What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Billboard. Billboard. Oh, I'll pa I'm will i going to pass on that question. Are you? Okay. okay. Thank you. That's fine. Not oh, everyone's passes, do I get? Oh, that's, 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 Unlimited. Major, yeah. It's okay. Not everyone's a, a billboard person. Some people, this is not their thing. You would say eat ice cream in the winter, too. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Good to know. Thank you, Frank. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'll just, I'll just ask about your stats, about all the places. Tell us, where can people find you? Where are all your oh businesses? I know, this is going to be a long list. <laughs> Um, so I can't remember them off the top of my head, but we're in about 35 restaurants all around St. Louis. Yeah. Um, you can find us at the Fox. You can find us... In a uh, box? Yes. <laughs> <What's> <laughs> um, you can find us at the Science Center. You can find us in the ice cream shop. You can mm -hmm. Parker's find Table. At Parker's Table. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. You can find us... Local Harvest. Mm. Local Harvest. Yeah. We're kind of... We're everywhere. It feels Truffles like. Butchery. Yep. Truffles awesome. Butchery. Yep. Mm. Yep. Just lots of places. And then if people want the ice cream shop experience, 
Where is your shop located? It's at 1637 South 18th Street on the corner of 18th and Lafayette in beautiful Lafayette Square. And then, I guess later this year, you will be opening in beautiful Soha. Yes. What's going to be the address of that? That is 1415 Macklin. Mm Mm-hmm. Next door to Macklin Deli? Yes, we're in between Russell's and the Macklin Avenue Deli. Awesome. Very cool. All right, Frank, what are all your stats? What are all your places? All (laughs) my places? Yeah, (laughs) so there's a pie pizza, pie pie pizzeria. Well, certainly pie pizzerias. Uh, There are five in St. Louis and one in Washington, Mm D.C. and one in Cincinnati, Ohio. Awesome. Mm. And uh, Knife and Flag has an office above Union Barbershop Mm -hmm. in Sue Leonard. And you can find their aprons in every country in the world. Most countries of the world, yes. Wow, We've neat. got a great hmm. international following. Very cool. cool. Very neat. Awesome. Um, so I guess last question for you guys. Do you have any asks or requests of the people listening? Eat Anything? ice cream in the winter, please. <laughs> I'm sensing a theme here. <laughs> I'm not going to share mine. I think first and foremost, it would be thank you. Well, that too. Thank you, St. Louis, for supporting us. Yes. Small independence. And uh, whether it's Clementine's Ice Cream pie, or Pie Pizzeria or Knife and Flag, without the support that we've gotten, received in town, mm-hmm. uh, we we wouldn't have successful businesses. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it is so true because I tell people all the time, part of my story, I would not have been able to follow my dreams and open up Clementines mm-hmm. if I lived in any other city in the country aside from St. Louis. Yeah. Mm. Like, St. Louis has been so good to us mm-hmm. and supportive. And, mm. I mean, half of the decor and things inside my shop were from people in my own neighborhood who wanted to be a part awesome. of us and who wanted to support us. So, yeah. like, it's just mm. an incredible city. So, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, so. People are really good at buying local here. I mean, they are, they yeah. are, um, and they, they appreciate what goes into it, and, you know, we appreciate that. We appreciate them. Cool. It's, I'm not from here originally, but it is my city. Yay. Good to hear. Well, you guys, thanks for coming over. Yeah. Thanks so this much for really having fun. us. Yeah. You're welcome. Appreciate now it. Now get that ice cream back in the freezer. <laughs> I know. Sacrilege. Yeah. Okay. Hey, guys, thanks so much for listening. Do you enjoy listening to our random conversations? To ensure that we can keep the randomness up, please help us out by becoming a monthly sponsor to our Patreon account. We have several levels of sponsorship where you can be rewarded with cool stuff. You can donate at patreon.com slash weeatstuff. Thanks! Please be sure to join us next week for another interview. But in the meantime, go out there and eat stuff. Bye.